0: Hi guys, welcome back to Pain to Purpose, the podcast where I share my real-life experiences in turning my pain into purpose to inspire others in working through trauma, mental illness, and just real-life events. I'm your host, Alyssa Weiss, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about caring too much about what others think. So this is something that's been really relevant in my life recently. It's so easy When you put your whole life on the internet, to get caught up and wrapped around the opinions of other people. And that can be really internally damaging sometimes. And I think a lot of the times we fail to realize that in the moment. It's really easy to care about what other people are thinking about you, what other people are saying about you, what other people are feeling towards you. And when you allow yourself to obsess over what other people are thinking about you, you're allowing others' opinions to control your actions. And like I said, that's really self-damaging because when you're allowing other people's opinions to get the best of you and to control you and rule your decisions, then you're living for other people. You're not even living for yourself at that point. And I think what I've been doing recently is challenging my fears. And the only way to do that is by doing the exact opposite of what you're afraid of. And so, if you've been following me on Instagram, at Alyssa Weiss, if you're not, then you'll know I've been trying my best to challenge that through the content that I'm posting on my Instagram. And I can't tell you how many times I've posted a story and taken it down after a couple people have seen it and tore myself apart, wondering, oh, is that stupid? Did they think that was stupid? Did they think that I'm weird, did they think I'm annoying, like this, that, and the third, right? But you have to remember at the end of the day, you just have to do whatever you want. Because it's cliche, maybe, but we are all gonna die one day. And nobody's gonna remember what the fuck we did here. So why not do what makes you happy? I think the thing that's hard for a lot of people is either at school, at work, at church, whatever. You may have one or two people that really make you question and doubt yourself, that have maybe not had anything nice to say to you or have given you a passive dirty look, whether it was intentional or not, and it made you feel some sort of way. And I think it's really easy to allow those insecurities or those thoughts or those feelings or situations to get the best of your mind sometimes. I know for me, at the job I recently just left, there were a bunch of people that made me feel really bad about myself. My teammates would talk about me behind my back while I was in the same room. I had other coworkers that would make very passive comments towards me where they were loud enough for me to hear them, but they would never say anything directly to my face. And so I found myself getting caught up so much over these people don't like me, they don't like what I'm doing, they feel some sort of way about me. And I had to remind myself, the people that hate on you the most are often the ones doing the least. And it's really easy to obsess over that. But I had to remind myself, these people are just projecting their insecurities onto me. There's something about me in particular that makes them feel either insecure or uncomfortable or whatever it may be. And so they're going to try to do everything in their power to bring me down to their level, to make me feel what they're feeling, because subconsciously for them, that makes them feel like they're okay and that they're doing better. And I feel like this could kind of also be touching on bullying a little bit. I feel like that's not the intention of this episode. I could do a whole different episode on that, but I had to take my power back. And how I did that was starting to confront the situations. So I may not have confronted them directly, And I wish I did before I left, but some things just aren't meant to happen that way. So I got my manager involved and told him what was happening, and he addressed the situation. However, it didn't completely fix the issue. A couple of my coworkers came around, and we actually realized that we're not so bad, that, you know, we could get along and see eye to eye on things, but... We didn't have to necessarily be friends outside of work. We could be cordial with each other, whatever. But I had to take my power back and I had to stand up for myself and realize I'm gonna be the only person that's constant throughout my entire life. And what I mean by that is the only person that's constant is we come into this world by ourselves, we leave by ourselves. So we have to be there for ourselves because nobody's coming to save you. Nobody's coming to rescue you. And nobody's coming to pull you out of your fear or your self-doubt. And here's the thing about fear and self-doubt. That was placed inside of you from an external source. Because at childhood, at birth, we didn't understand what fear or doubt was. We came out knowing love. And that's it. But the world will teach you fear and hate and pain. However, you don't have to take crap from other people. You don't have to allow people to walk all over you or to make you feel afraid. Because we were all put on this planet to do something for a reason. And I feel as if you're living in your purpose, you're doing what you love, what feels good to you, and what makes you happy we may not be the best at everything when we first start but we also didn't come out of the womb knowing how to walk knowing how to talk these are things that we learned throughout our childhood and what i'm saying by that is there's a series of development for anything that you want to do and i have to remind myself of that too if everything is a process but you can't allow people to get inside of your head to the point where you're not doing what you wanna do in fear of response of people who probably won't even be relevant in your life in a year. There's no point in that. And I saw a quote that really made me think, people don't have to like you because most people don't even like themselves. And that really hit home for me because I've been on both sides of the spectrum where I've projected my insecurities onto people and have probably made them feel really bad about themselves. And you know, I wish that I never had to do that or that I never did that to anybody. And that was a learning lesson for me of I don't like being mean to people. I don't like bringing people down to make myself subconsciously feel better. There's nothing positive about that. And what goes around comes around. And so I think that's probably part of the reason why I experienced what I did. And at the same time, I learned from that. And you also have to think, let's put it in this perspective. Think of somebody you don't necessarily like. And you're like, Alyssa, where are you going with this? Think of somebody that you don't necessarily like. Are you constantly thinking about that person? Most of the time that answer is gonna be no. And here's why, because there's this 2022 saying that you're your own character, you're the main character, you're the character in your own story, however it's phrased, right? So that's true for everybody else too, is they're their own main character. With that being said, most of the time people are focused on themselves. Most of the time people are absorbed in their own world, in their own life. And so you may cross someone's mind, but I guarantee you you're not constantly on it. And here's the thing with that too, why do you put people's opinions on a pedestal why do you value other people's opinions so much more than your own opinion of yourself why does anybody else's opinion need to affect the way you feel the way you look the way you dress the way you talk the way you laugh the way you sneeze i don't freaking know but you get what i'm trying to say and i understand that a lot of the fear of overthinking and caring so much about what other people think is rooted from childhood trauma and I had to learn that throughout my own healing journey because throughout my whole life, I didn't really get a say in anything that happened. My parents raised me in a way where I never really got to make decisions for myself. Everything was kind of always decided for me, and I think that was just my parents' way of trying to protect me from making quote-unquote the wrong decision, but that also created self-doubt, fear, in a harder time or inability to trust myself. And I always had my, families tell my family members, it felt like majority of the time, tell me when I was doing something wrong. I really never got praised for what I was doing right. And so I think that in itself too, also caused me to hyper fixate on the negative. And what they say about the grass, what you water, that's gonna grow, right? So if you're always focusing on the negatives or caring so much about what other people think about you, that's gonna continue to grow. I noticed for me, the more that I continued to obsess over what my coworkers were doing, what they were thinking, what they were saying about me, you know, the interactions that they were having, what they were saying about the way that I dressed and the way that I did my hair and whatever, it caused me to go inside myself again and feel like I have to change who I am for people who are totally irrelevant to me. And it's funny because these people were only relevant in my life for about three months. You know, nothing lasts forever. Whether it's a job, if it's school, if it's church, if it's somebody in your hometown, somebody at the grocery store that works at the store, I don't know. But nothing lasts forever because the environment that we're in changes and we grow, right? And I think another reason why I kind of said that this can be touched on bullying is because when you get bullied, it is really easy to get caught up in feeling like, People are against you or you always have to people please because you want to be liked by everybody. You don't want to continue feeling that way. And that's a very valid thing to experience because when we feel lesser than or like we're not good enough, again, if you've been listening to my past couple episodes, it's your shame. But um, society tries to fit us in a box. And what I mean by that is... (laughs) here let's 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 tell a story instead so i went to church with one of my friends who i haven't seen in several years and it was great to see her again if you're listening in this hi home girl i miss you um you're the best ever but we went to church together for a white elephant gift exchange and i had never been to this church before i'd never met any of these people and so i genuinely went in kind of nervous Because I was worried, what if they don't like me? What if they think I'm weird? What if they think I'm too quirky? What if they think I'm ugly or they're obsessing over this flaw that I obsess over that they're not even thinking about, right? And I had to go inside there with an open mind. And when I did that and allowed myself to be myself, I got no judgment. I felt so welcome. I felt so supported. And... It took a lot of stress off my shoulders. It was like a big weight lifted off my shoulders because it boosted my confidence to know that if I walk into a room being myself, that there's gonna be nobody else in the room that's like me. And being yourself is a very powerful thing because it's something that a lot of people are afraid to do. The way that you carry yourself and the way that you present yourself has a lot of power. And people can tell a lot about you by the way that you walk inside of a room so if you walk down walk into a room with your head down looking at your phone people are probably going to think a couple of things either you're insecure or you don't really want to be there because it looks like you don't really care right or you don't really want to make eye contact with people and that's a big thing too on a side note if you can't hold or make eye contact with people it shows your insecurity and so how I had to push myself out of that is I forced myself to make eye contact with strangers and hold it until they broke eye contact. It was very uncomfortable at first, and honestly, the very first couple times I did it, I broke eye contact first because I was uncomfortable. But that too is like a muscle. It's like going to the gym. So if you continue working out and being consistent with these things, it's gonna get easier, right? And so back to what I was saying about going into church and being myself is... It was a very freeing experience for me because I now know since I walked into that room being myself and being genuine, I don't have to continue putting a mask on. And that's a whole nother thing in itself, too. But now I don't have to hold a facade or a lie or a mask because I know that I'm being authentic and I'm being genuine and I'm being true to myself. So it relieves stress for me. It really does. And, um, going back to what i said this story started from society tries to fit us in a box in case you're still lost is that this white elephant gift exchange i don't think it was it definitely wasn't a coincidence that i went on this night because normally The pastor said that he puts rules in place for no live animals or anything like that. So my friend Karis brought a betta fish because she had been doing that the past couple of years and thought it was really funny. People got a great laugh out of it. And um, so with that being said, somebody else knew she was bringing a fish. So they brought a hamster. They wrapped up the cage with the hamster in it. And um, I wasn't the one who opened the box, but if I was the first to choose... I would have picked that box and inside this box, obviously, like I said, is a hamster. Anyway, long story short, the girl who stole the hamster from the first person who opened it, if you know anything about white elephants, you get that reference. So the girl who stole it texted her mom and her mom said she couldn't keep this hamster and I was talking to her and I was like, either you or me are going to get it. And I was half joking, but half serious because I've always wanted a hamster, but my mom never let me get one. Her mom said she couldn't bring it home or that she was going to get rid of it. And so she didn't even want to bring it inside of her house, which meant that I left with it. And I don't think it's a coincidence at all, because if you know anything about the spirituality or like omens or like symbols and stuff like that, I truly believe that God sent her to me as an omen, as a spiritual guide. Because the spirituality reference of hamsters, it's to stand on your own individuality while escaping the hamster wheel of life. And I think that was really fitting for this episode of caring too much about what people think because this is your sign going into the new year do whatever it is that sets your soul on fire and i say that a lot because i've really tried my hardest all my life to fit inside this box that people had created. And I genuinely feel like that's why I was fighting so hard and struggling so deep with so many different mental health issues and like trauma and self-harm issues and drug issues because I was trying to keep myself stuck when my soul and my spirit knew I'm not meant to be here. I'm not supposed to be in this life. I'm not supposed to be fitting inside this little box. And so if that's you, if you're in a state of struggle and you're tired of feeling this way, it's probably because your soul is trying to escape from this box that you're keeping yourself inside of. And I know it's so much easier said than done to do what makes you happy because, yeah, people have bills to pay, they have kids to take care of, they have things, they have obligations, right? you have to live and have to be financially stable, right? And at the same time, Rome wasn't built in a day. So even if you have all these obligations, you can still find and make time for the things that make you happy. Even if that's just an hour a day, you're an hour ahead of where you were yesterday. By the end of the week, you're seven hours ahead of where you were a week ago. By the end of a month, You're 28 hours ahead of where you were a month ago. So little moments that you can stack on top of each other, even through your obligations, you're going to be so much farther ahead than you ever thought you were going to be able to. And you only owe it to yourself. You don't owe this stuff to anybody else. This is for you and only for you. Don't do it for a man. Man never noticed. Drake said it best. Do it for yourself because you're the freaking coldest, right? And if you start doing these things, it's an act of self-love. When you put aside other people's opinions and ask yourself, what is my own opinion of myself, you're going to start to realize and start to feel so much better about yourself. It's so important to see when you prioritize your own opinion that your opinion was the only one that ever mattered in the first place. And the thing about doing what sets your soul on fire and not caring about what other people think is you're gonna mess up. You're gonna fall. You're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna fail because I've already been there. I've made mistakes publicly. You know, in the modeling industry, I made a lot of mistakes and, you know, I felt that over my head for months because of situations that I had put myself in by caring too much about what people think, by being afraid to stand up for myself and say no, by being afraid to do this, that, and the other because of a reaction I was afraid to get from somebody else. And what's the worst that'll happen? What if you do get a bad reaction? What then, Alyssa? Well, let me tell you. Walk away. Don't feed into it. Ignore it. Yes, easier said than done. I understand. However, if you notice That you're getting caught up in what other people are thinking or if you're thinking that about a situation that happened or you know obsessing or creating unrealistic conversations in your head that aren't even gonna happen you know what i mean where you have that person in yourself and you're like arguing and you're winning the argument in your own head but you're never actually gonna have that conversation with someone you care too much so if you notice yourself getting caught up in stuff like that stop slow down and rethink it ask yourself Is this going to be relevant in six months from now? Is this going to be relevant in a year, five years, ten years from now? And majority of the time, the answer is going to be no. So if you really push yourself outside of your comfort zone and... Correct that thought and turn it into I don't care what they think about me, their opinion is irrelevant, the only opinion that matters about myself is my own, then it's going to be so much easier to control it the way that you think and feel about it. And I think, too, to kind of wrap up this episode, usually, from what I've noticed, the people with the brightest souls who are really meant to impact this world. Well, first of all, is all of us, if you choose to tap into it. They're usually the ones who care the most, who deal with the most BS, who have the most trials in life. Because when you're being tried and you're going through tribulations and struggles and heartache and pain and fear and doubt, it's because the devil, the enemy, whatever, is trying to bring you down, trying to take away your power. Because God, the universe, Allah, whatever you believe in, has put you here for a reason, right? And when you're here for a reason and the enemy knows, that's a special soul. They're going to try to bring you down. They're going to try to throw these people, these distractions, these things into your life to prevent you from reaching that goal. Because the ladder of success is really full at the bottom. But the higher you climb, the less people you're going to see. And so it's that of letting go what people think and being dedicated to your work that's going to separate you from the rest of the group. And I wanted to bring this episode out before 2023 because I talked about in my last episode how we have to start becoming this newer version of ourselves, quote unquote, newer version, best version, whatever, of ourselves now. Because you're not just gonna wake up on January 1st and be a completely different person. Unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. I wish it did, because trust me, I never would have gone through treatment if that was the case. But that's unfortunately not the reality of the way the world works. So if you can detach yourself from that negativity of caring too much about what other people think, their opinions, their thoughts, their actions, and start prioritizing your own, your self-love, and releasing anything that's no longer serving you, you're gonna be miles ahead of everybody else in a year, six months, three months from now even. Don't allow yourself to conform to that box. We're not meant to be caged hamsters running around on a hamster wheel. So with that being said, If I said anything that resonated with you or inspired you in this episode, please leave a like, share, review, whatever. You know, shares really mean the world to me because you're getting my voice out there and helping impact other people that may need to hear this. And I feel like the gift of knowledge is the best gift that there is and wisdom is power. And if you can be wise and if you can make good choices and only care about your own opinion and yourself, then you're golden. You'll be the best version of yourself for the rest of your life. So thank you all for being here. I love you all very dearly. You care too much and you don't need to because you're a beautiful soul. With that being said, I'm excited to, with that being said, I love you guys. With that being said, I will talk to you on Saturday. Have a great week. Bye.